What is up, people? You're listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Shamari Stewart, joined as always by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what's going on? Uh, a lot. Yeah, uh, quite a specifically, bit. a lot in the in the in the book of Boba Fett. Yep, another more another episode of the book of Boba Fett. Yes, past the halfway point. Yes, chapter four in the book mm-hmm. of Boba Fett. Yep. to be specific. Yep. Um, another another interesting episode. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to, to to break that one down. Yes. Um, later in the podcast, Mario will be breaking down a couple books. Yep. Um, yep. that you've read some comics and, and whatnot and. Uh, but but to start off, we 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 just got some news on uh on the Bad Batch season two. Yeah, so the Bad Batch season two. So according to Star Wars Insider, um, uh, which is the magazine, uh, the Bad Batch season two is has a release date of spring of twenty twenty two. Uh, you know, so now of course that spring is a is kind of a vague thing. You can you would anticipate that that can be pushed back if they need to be pushed back. Um, but if they're saying the spring, I mean, the spring is right around the corner. That's telling me that it's basically done or mostly done. Um, and this is animation. It's not like it's film where it's like, oh, we have to do the reshoots and we have to, you know, do this or that. Like, you know, either you have it or you. the release date for that should be much more concrete, I would expect. So, um, I mean, of course, barring any kind of COVID craziness. So that's pretty exciting. Um, I have to say, so Bad Batch is coming up soon. That's really cool. Um, so that should lead us right into Kenobi, I would think, if that's coming out in the spring. And that also has more episodes as well than uh, some of these other shows, right? I, I mean, am I wrong? I forget how many episodes. What, the Bad Batch? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, yeah. that has a little bit more. The first season was more, what, like 13, 16 yeah, something, I thought it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. so it, it should have a little bit more, um... Uh, to show so, and that was weekly so that is gonna cover a good amount of time probably will lead us into kenobi honestly if it's coming out in the spring so that is very exciting i'm very excited about that and that would also lead me to believe that we're gonna get a trailer soon <laughs> as well so that's also very exciting um i very much enjoyed the bad batch um i feel like with season two they're is just more to show. I like the Bad Batch when they were in the Clone Wars. I like the show, the Bad Batch. I think I like it more than a lot of other people. I just liked. I just like them. I like the. I think they're cool characters. I think it's a cool concept. Um, yes, they retcon some of Kanan, uh, the last Padawan. If you, if you read the Kanan, <laughs> the last Padawan comic, and they retcon yes. something else too. I, I forget what it is. Um, I feel like there was another controversy with them retconning something, uh, something else. Um, but uh, but look, I I'm not one of these canon, you know, people. Oh well, it's inconsistent. I hate it. Why are you changing? What didn't need to be changed? And you know, it's not like a. I'm not one of those people that hates George Lucas for the rest of my life because he changed how Anakin looked at the Force Ghost. You know, right, right. It, it is what it is. You know, it's I'm not gonna go crazy over that. Um, and I thought the show was good, but kind of how do you feel about how do you feel about the the spring release date? Yeah, I mean, it, it's exciting. Uh, definitely exciting, uh, that we're getting Bad Batch, uh, in the not-so-distant future. Um, I agree with you, I enjoyed season one. Um, you know, I, I, it's interesting, because I wouldn't say it was better, I thought it started off great, mm-hmm. a little bit of malaise as yeah, it got into yeah, the middle. Yeah, definitely had a lull. You know, yeah, a couple episodes the, where, you know, you go to Sid's bar, and she's like, I need you to deliver a package. Right, right. And, and yeah. that Maybe and there that was, was a cameo, the or maybe there was a character that showed that was cool, but, yeah. you know, in terms of the episode, you know, like, you know, the Hera episode, for example. Where, yes, you know, like, that was yes. cool with, yep. with her and Shams and whatnot, but that wasn't, uh, yeah. but that, oh, that episode wasn't, like, you know, a groundbreaking episode uh, right. in its totality. So there were, there were some episodes that kind of were, were sleepier than others, but... In the in the totality, I thought it was a very good series. Uh, not not as great as the last season of Clone Wars, but probably a, a notch below that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very excited about about this. Um, you know where this fits into the into the dichotomy with Kenobi is going to be interesting. Obi Wan yeah. Kenobi is it before Obi Wan Kenobi? Is it after? I mean, unless Kenobi's getting pushed back, which I hope to, I hope that they do not do that. <laughs> 
you know. We haven't seen anything. Uh, I mean, I've had enough. I've had enough of good things being pushed back. If Kenobi gets pushed back, I'm not gonna. I'm not. Even, I'm not gonna know what to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think it's gonna. Be, I mean, it's hard to say it gets, it gets pushed back when we don't know when the, when the release date yeah. is. Yeah, and I'll go into panic mode immediately. I What's <laughs> wrong with Kenobi? <laughs> I hope they're nothing, nothing messed up Kenobi, but, um, but yeah, but yeah, you're right. We don't even have a release date. So, did you see the? Uh, by the way, did you see the fake Knights of Ren trailer? I don't. I don't watch any of those. So no. So this is this one was interesting because we didn't know it was fake initially. Uh, you assumed it was fake, but there was a there's a trailer for 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 the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the most ridiculous thing. Um, and, but I mean, it looks cool. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous because in my, for my, in my opinion, it was ridiculous because we saw the Knights of Ren re- be, you know, sort of really, uh, watered down, uh, in episode nine quite yeah. a bit and the, the legend of the Knights of Ren. But yeah, it's, it's, it's this super fantastical trailer. It looked real. Mm-hmm. Um, it ends, it says the Knights of Ren, a Star Wars story got blown up online uh, Pablo Hidalgo from the Lucasfilm Story Group had to come out and say it is indeed fake. <laughs> um, so that was interesting. Um, but but yeah, 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 it was, it was exciting. Um, I wouldn't have believed that anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, had I had I and now I mean I say that, but I haven't seen it. I, so I also I don't, don't know, believe but... like in general that that Lucasfilm is like making trailers for stuff that. Like they haven't even announced. And not even announced. <laughs> nobody's even. Nobody's even. Just out of about nowhere, it. no event, no Lucas, no um, no Star Wars celebration, no, no nothing, nothing. Just totally out of the blue, no announcement, nothing. Just dropped a trailer <laughs> for a show <laughs> that no one knew about. There was no buzz about. Totally secret, hidden from Hollywood. Um, no, I don't. No. It also hasn't been taken down, which was uh, also the interesting part about it. But I mean, yeah. I'm showing Jamari now. I mean, it's it's like ridiculous action. These guys, yeah, it's some guy with a lightsaber standing some... on on the wings of planes. And <laughs> people standing around with two lightsabers, and that's not that. No, I don't believe <laughs> that. supposed to go to Disney Plus. No, I don't believe that for a but second. But then somebody pointed out like the Disney Plus logo and whatnot. It said like t- 2021. So it was like, yeah, there you go, <laughs> 2021. Yeah, I'm seeing a, there's a lot more of those like found those fake like found footage uh, trailers where it looks like it's something that someone just recorded on a camera, um, like secretly in a theater somewhere, and then they post it, like it's like it's supposed to be like a secret trailer that wasn't supposed to get out because it looks all grainy and stuff, and then they'll post it online and say, oh, it's leaked this or that, and it's not even real; it's just completely made up. Right. I'm finding more and more of those online. So people have got to really be careful about that kind of stuff. It's probably good for like a Disney or some other company that wants to keep this stuff under wraps because when that does happen and it is real, they could just feign ignorance and say, oh, it's not or we're not going to comment on any potential projects or whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's becoming more and more common. Um, but, yeah, I basically tuned out most of the uh, sequel trilogy um <laughs> Just for the most part, just in general. So that, that wouldn't have gotten me excited. I'm, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Um, that, and that's no disrespect to anyone that likes the sequel trilogy. Right. You know, if you're listening to this, you like the sequel trilogy, that's great. But, um, but yeah, I just and I, had I, a I was surprised at how much buzz this really generated. I mean, it wasn't like it was like all over the place. But I didn't hear about it until yeah. Until I mean, there are a lot morning. of fans of the sequel trilogy. Um, yeah. So you know, a lot of fans of Kylo Ren, and you know, look, power to him. Yeah. You know, but. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, definitely not. I think they definitely botched a lot, um, particularly the Rise of Skywalker, because some of the earlier stuff was okay. You know, you, you're, it gets you intrigued uh, for sure. Some good action. You want to see where things go. The effects are for all the films were spectacular, um, but just the story, just it just didn't it didn't hit for me. Um, and we know it wasn't planned. Now that's basically confirmed. That none of it was pre-planned, so they didn't know what they were doing. So <laughs> I'm not gonna go go into all of that, but it just didn't do nothing for me. Uh, but all right, so we got the Book of Boba Fett. Yes, Chapter Four. We got Chapter Four, the Book of Boba Fett. Um, very, very. I'm just, I, I mean, just glad we had this show. 
this was a uh, this was um, this was a solid episode. I would say, I would say this was a solid episode. Spoiler, of course, as always, we're gonna be talking spoilers a thousand percent, as always with all of our reviews. If you have not seen the episode, please go see the episode before listening to this. Um, but I thought this was a solid episode. Um, so we get, uh, so this was basically, and I wouldn't say I necessarily predicted this. I might have, uh, sort of, but I knew we were going to have to get a ship episode where Boba Fett gets his ship, which is now, what is it now? The fire spray? Is that what they're calling the fire it? fire spray. So it's the fire spray now, which it technically, I guess, was always a fire spray because that's the model of the ship, according to canon. But now Boba Fett is calling it the fire spray. Yes, as opposed um, to Slave One. As opposed to Slave One. So I guess we can get, we can just, dive I guess we can just dive right into the uh, the potential controversy. I don't know if it, I haven't looked online, I haven't looked, I haven't spoken to there was an initial the other Star when, Wars circles yes. about this yet. The Star Wars people I know, I haven't spoken to anyone about this yet to see how, how people feel about this. But this is a potential controversy. Yes. So we're going to approach it just I'm just going to be raw and honest about it and I'm not going to offend uh, nothing there's nothing offensive to <laughs> be said but right. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest about how I feel about this this situation but kind of kind of what were you going to say No I was just going to say that um I remember this conversation picked up uh like months ago when there was some sort of toy yes that like yeah, I don't know if it leaked yep. or a toy set and you know from Disney and it just said Boba ship or something like that right they didn't have a name but people were like why are they just calling it slave one right and at the time it was like look I mean it's a toy you know maybe yeah yeah exactly you know maybe they don't want to put slave <laughs> on a Lego or right. you know on a, sure. on a, on a, on a some exactly. sort of action yeah. figure yeah they do and they do that stuff all the time um yeah but some took that as a, a sign that Disney was trying to go away from the name slave one right um that is now confirmed with what we've seen from the Book of Boba Fett. They have completely, uh, as far as we can tell, gotten rid of the name. Uh, they do not call it. They do not call it Slave One at all in this series. They have not called it Slave One since Boba Fett has returned uh, in last season of The Mandalorian either. So, um, so yeah. What are your, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, are you are you uh, getting the pitchforks ready? going after Lucasfilm or... <laughs> uh no definitely not getting any pitchforks I, I'm not I'm just not that kind of fan yes um or do you feel this, the change otherwise I would have done that a long time ago what <laughs> yeah, right. there are a lot of other things <laughs> to grab pitchforks for other than this yes. uh but are there other are there other things that um is this a change that you felt was necessary I should say um uh no um so i i would certainly say this is not necessary um so um i i mean of course you know just to dive into the 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 immediate controversy yes you know there i'm assuming they're changing the name because of slavery yes the they term slave the term slave definitely not a positive term um, in any not a positive in any term. connotation um I don't know. I find this a little a little odd, personally. Um, maybe it's just because of the popularity of Boba Fett and the popularity of of um, of his uh, of his ship, also. Because I know there are the the there are slavers, there are slave owners in Star in Star Wars. Anakin was a slave. Yes. There are slaves and slave owners. In Star Wars, now I'm not going to get on some kind of soapbox about oh whatever cancel culture whatever you want. I'm not I'm not even going into that at all. I'm not I'm not I'm I'm just saying slavery exists in Star Wars. Um, personally, I don't have an issue with the name Slave One. Um, you know, Boba Fett isn't a slaver. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. he hasn't expressed any interest yeah. in uh, owning people. It's not it's not if Jabba <laughs> had a shit. Uh, right, Slave One. I'd be like, ah. Right, then you're like, oh yeah. But you know, Boba Fett, it's just a name. It's just it's it seemed like a random name. It doesn't. I don't know. I maybe I'm just not informed enough. I don't know if it has any kind of questionable <laughs> origins. I've actually pulled up the Wikipedia now to just to see if they still had it listed as Slave One. 
um, if or if they changed it already or or what in terms of the canon. I know they have canon and legend. Right now, it's still showing as Slave One, as of the recording of this podcast. I don't, I don't know if they'll change it later, but, um, but, yeah, I I don't. There there, uh, slavery is still in the Star Wars universe, um, which I find it be very. I find it to be very interesting, just just for, from a writer's perspective. Um, you know that slavery exists in the Republic. That they allow this to exist, <laughs> you know, like um, I mean, they say it happens in the, kind of the outer reaches, I guess, and they don't want to quote unquote associate themselves and, with those planets, and maybe those planets aren't part of the Republic or whatever, but um, but it still exists, and they just you know, and they they broach the topic in the Clone Wars, in I think in, in at least a couple episodes, I think, um, with the Zygarians who are slavers, they're they're a race known for being slavers, right. Um, you know, and we know there are slaves on Tatooine, et cetera, as I already said. So, and this, a lot of this is during Disney Star Wars, where they were, during the Clone Wars, there were episodes with the Zygerian slavers. There were, I mean, there, they had the, Chewie, I think, was like a slave in uh, Solo. Yes. Um, You know, it's, it, they acknowledged a billion times that slavery exists in Star Wars. Even during the Disney ta- era, they've acknowledged that slavery is here and it exists in Star Wars. Um, so, and, and so that's the reason I'm saying all this is because if they're really trying to move away from that, um, why aren't they just retconning all of that? I don't think they're moving away from the idea that slavery exists in Star Wars. I just think the the name of the ship, you know, I think that's what they're. I think that's what they're attacking and saying. You know, does the ship have to be, have to have the word slave in it? You know, what about the ship has anything to do with slavery? So, it so why is the ship? I mean, I agree. <laughs> That's the name of the ship. I, I don't. I mean, look, I'm not a Boba Fett stand. <laughs> Personally, I don't care one way or the other. I, I, I'm not a Boba Fett stand. I'm not arguing. I grew up with slave one. I'm not arguing for or against anything. I'm just saying I did not need it. Right. As a person of color, right. Who. That's fair. Is sensitive to some of the, some of the, some of these types of things. Right. Um, I didn't need this. Um, do I hate it? No. I mean, it's a little odd because I'm just used to calling it slave. Now I have to get used to calling it something else. Yeah. Um, but I didn't need it. I think it's unnecessary. I think you're kind of rattling a, a already a, a cancel culture, quote unquote, rage. Right. Right. That is already. I think kind honestly, of what I think they were afraid crazy of. I, I don't get afraid of. I think that they there was a. They understood that by doing this series, Boba Fett's profile was gonna go up. You know, he's already big, but how many people? Um, sure. How many Star I mean, Wars fans or even like casual fans knew what the name of the ship was? You know, I didn't know the name of Boba Fett's ship sure. before. Yeah, absolutely. Before the Mandalorian, um, and before this controversy, but. So I think they understood if we're going to introduce a ship and we want to use the name, it might be best to avoid any future controversy by just changing. Um, it's one of those we create a controversy by trying to avoid a controversy. <laughs> right. So there was no way you were going to avoid some controversy uh, unless you just hoped hoped that nobody would notice one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in today's day and age, uh, we notice everything. <laughs> on some right. level. So I you know, I think they tried to they tried to avoid the controversy of it being or oh, why is there a ship called Slave One? Mm-hmm. You know, that's some sort of messaging or whatnot, or you know, is that, you know uh kid friendly and Disney Plus and I I don't know. Right. Um Yeah, yeah, I, I again I See, I don't have a big deal. I don't think I don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, I, I don't think either of us is like is, is particularly know. connected to this issue. No, but I think it's important to talk about just because I know that's been that's been the name of the ship for a long time. Yeah. Obviously, you know. So, I mean, so the hardcore, hardcore Boba Fett stands, um, who I don't even know really like this show. I have to, I really have to <laughs> look into that. Yes. But the hardcore, hardcore Boba Fett stands might take issue with this, I suppose. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. So that's, that's an interesting, uh, that, I think that, I think that's just an interesting decision by Disney. Um, 
yeah, this is I, so. So yeah, I think that's very interesting. I I, I would I think it's un, I think it was unnecessary, um, and I would also connect this more to. And just, I mean, I'm just I'm just spitballing, just throwing theories out here. I would connect this more to the cuddling up of Boba Fett, which I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna get into <laughs> as we talk as we talk about yeah, this we're episode. Have to clarify that, um, but. I think this is I think this is more connected to that than than anything else. That's just my theory, um, because they're trying to make Boba Fett more kind and honorable and nice. So I think this is trying to they're trying to nicen up everything, including the name of his ship, right? And like you said, make it more palatable to the kids and the moms buying toys for the kids and all that stuff. <laughs> right. So so yeah, I. I, I I think that that is the strategy here, and the, the people at Disney are like, "Yeah, who cares? Just change the name of the ship. Who cares?" You know, without even really thinking twice about it. So that's my theory. Um, so that happened. So we got. So that's a. That's a. So you know, those of you that may be listening, saying, "Why are we talking about this ship for so long?" Because uh, it's just been had that name for so long. It's been pretty. A pretty. It's a very popular ship when it comes to Star Wars ships. Just in general, yes. there's ships that people know in Star Wars, X Wings. There's, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, I guess, I mean, there are more than five. Having played Star Wars <laughs> fighters, I guess. Um, the Falcon, obviously, number one. Yeah, you know, the Falcon is number one. Um, you know, you got your X Wings, you got your Y Wings, you got your B Wings, you got your Tie Fighters, you got your Tie Bombers, etc. Yes. Slave One, I think, is is undoubtedly top five. Um, or or fire spray, I guess now you know, <laughs> just so I'm not you know, not and I'm not you know changing the name back or anything like that or ignoring canon, <laughs> but um, but yeah yeah that's it's definitely, um, it's definitely top five unquestionably unquestionably top five. So that's why we're talking about it. Um, but the this episode, so this episode itself, I thought it was I thought it was okay. Um, you know, I, I mean, I I will be honest. Um, well, I think this episode made some good strides in terms of plot and kind of setting a stage. Um, I think I need the stage to be set so that I can see some action. I said this, I said this last week, you know, uh, I think that this show is missing the action, the Boba Fett action, you know, like the, um, the Boba Fett that we saw last season. Uh, or in not last season in the Mandalorian. Yeah, we need more of that, you know. And it doesn't have to be like every episode he's just laying out loads and loads of guys. Right. You know, I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying that, but we needed you know a, a scene or two every couple episodes, particularly when, and they sort of laid it out in this show in the flashbacks, like particularly when that Boba Fett was right out of the Sarlacc pit. Still healing from from his yeah. injuries and and being in the the, the acid of the, yeah. the starlight pit and didn't have his armor they didn't got have his, his armor. armor and you know all the different trials and tribulations we saw him get to 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 to, to even get to that point in the Mandalorian and for him to do all that as a one man two man army as opposed to now he's got all these goons and this and that and he's not doing anything he's you know he's for the most it. part. He's just he's leaving the action to everybody else. Yeah, he's le- it's just it's a lot of it's a lot of politics, like mafia don politics. I'm liking that though, personally. which is fine. Um, <laughs> you know, but I'm not saying it's awful. But I'm I, I, not I, like one of these people. I don't like the prequel. This <laughs> <laughs> are all the semicircles. What are all these kitchen table meetings What's going on? All these Thanksgiving dinners. Oh, <laughs> Thanksgiving dinners. <laughs> Do they even have Thanksgiving yeah, I don't know what in the is. Star Wars universe? What's Thanksgiving? In the, if you know what Thanksgiving in the, in the Star Wars universe is, please let me know. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's uh, whatever. What is it? Uh, whatever that day is in this in the uh, the the, uh, the holiday special. The, the, the life day. Life day. Yeah, it's life day Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know, but um, but yeah. So so I don't know. I mean, it's it needs. It needs. I need Boba Fett action. It's giving me some some. Honestly, it's giving me more Fennec Shan action. Yes. Which I like, by the way. She was great in this episode, also. Um, but it's giving me more Fennec Shan action than Boba Fett action. 
And I think it's a problem. I'm going to be very honest. I, Boba Fett needs to be fighting more. Um, and I know he can do it because Robert Rodriguez directed the episode in The Mandalorian that featured Boba Fett. And it was fantastic. So I know we can do it. It's not a matter of if. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, he has his armor. He has his armor. He has his weapons. It's just he's, he's. I guess they're, they're trying to tell a story in which he's in just in a different stage mentally. Uh, he's trying to be a boss and not a grunt that has to do all the fighting. Um, but that's just not exciting. I'm sorry, man. It's not exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've gotten to a point with this show where I actually, has it been good? I think it has been good. I, I would say so also, yeah. Has it been the most exciting series, you know, so far up to this point? Not at all. You know, the episodes have been very slow-paced. They've been very, very much about, you know, you know, story and character development and getting Boba Fett to certain points in his life and whatnot. But, you know, in terms of it being a fast-paced, action-packed kind of series... It hasn't been that, you know, and that's that's not a problem, you know. If that's if if you're not coming for that, if you're coming for just getting into the mind and head of Boba Fett, you know, I think they've done a pretty decent job of that. But, um, you know, I, I show, again, a show like The Bad Batch or the or the Clone Wars, even though it's anim- animated, there's a lot more action. You know, it yep. may be easier to do that in certain right. in certain areas, but there's a lot more action that they go to um, in those shows than they have in uh in this series so far. Um, I get the sense that after this episode, the action is going to pick up. I, I think that this episode was sort of a reset episode. Mm-hmm. It was, it right. was not, a, it didn't move the plot along very much. Right. Um, you know, we, we end the last episode, the messaging being a war is, a war is coming. Yes. We end this episode with the messaging being the war is coming. You know, like yeah. nothing changed. We had we didn't move that far. Right. We didn't move that needle that far with because it was such a, a long flashback sequence in this episode. But um, I get the sense that now going forward, we're gonna get uh, a lot more um, in that regard. Uh, what did you think about the the flashback sequence that we got uh, first? I don't know half hour of the episode, however long it was. Uh, yeah. So we got the Fennec Shan connection. Yes. Um. So that is uh, that is nice. It's good that we saw that. We now know that she is a cyborg, um, because th- that he took her to some, I don't know, some guy, some some tech, some <laughs> yes, one of the cyborg guys. One of the, yeah, uh, I thought that was interesting because I, you know, does that explain why he sort of knew them and why he didn't, why he was sympathetic to them last episode? Um, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe. because it, at first it made it seem like, you know, first I, I, I thought he didn't know anything about them. Yeah. You me know, too. And he's kind of learning, but now yeah. it seems like he was very privy to what they were doing and, <laughs> right. and their whole setup, which was interesting. Makes you wonder if that was all kind of like, not an act, but like, you know, well, I was, I, I in wouldn't the back think... of his head. He was, right. he knew, uh, there was value. Um, yeah. yeah and he knew yeah, like, he kind of, you know, I'm not, I kind of owed to these people, you know? Without them, Fennec Shan wouldn't be alive, you know. So that, right. it's interesting. Um, maybe Fennec Shan is a cyborg too, you know. So it's like you know, right. Um. So yeah, I don't know, you know, and I don't think he sees them as like a whole different race of people, but, but uh, <laughs> right, right, right. But you know, but even just as a group, as a gang, right? Yeah, yeah. maybe as a gang. And I, were they in that gang? I don't know if they were in that gang. Were they in that gang? The, the just the people in that shop. That guy was he? I don't think the it was the same people. No. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. No. Um. But yeah, you know, maybe maybe just just kind of the same similar environment, similar vibe, maybe. Um. Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, you know, that's an interesting thing that uh, I mean, it ex- definitely explains how she's alive. Um. Uh, you know, I, I and they they did call back to that episode in season one. Um. Uh, that I liked very much, by the way. A lot of people don't like that episode where the episode, uh, you know, with uh, Fennec Shan and and the the double cross and all that. Um, I like that episode. I, I don't know. I think it's just me, but uh, I thought I think that's one of the better episodes. But um, 
I think Filoni directed that episode, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I could be wrong about that. But, um, but yeah, that was, I actually thought that was a cool episode. So I, I liked it. I thought the flashback was good. Um, you know, it showed how Boba Fett got slave, or slave one, got <laughs> the fire spray back. Um, and yeah. So, so, I mean, I thought, I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool. I mean, the, just the sequence in the house or in, in the house, in, uh, in, in Jabba's palace. Or was Jabba's palace when he's getting Slave One back? Um, you know, he's chasing the little droid around and running around, and and uh, and um, you know, and when he finds a ship and he's kind of hiding behind stuff. And, and again, I feel like that is just, uh, just a more missed opportunities to see Boba Fett. I don't know, just be cool in the episode. You know, maybe knock around some guys, use some some knee rockets, some something. You know, right. do a little bit of something instead of just hiding and then running in the ship and then it's it just feels like a waste to use Boba Fett as like as like just the uh, the king who doesn't come out. That's what I'm saying. You know, you know, like I like it's it does and it, I get it. He's trying to be a boss now, right? Who only fights bosses, right? Like he's you like Fire Lord in, yeah. in, in in Avatar. Yeah, you know? they're, they're trying to build him up like that. Like, yes, can he fight? But yeah, of course. But like, he's like kingpin, you know. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're trying to do that, but that's not. I don't want to watch that. Right. That's, for that's, a series. That's not who. That's not who Boba Fett was. Yeah. You know what there, I mean? Like there, there are certain you characters you could like imagine. <laughs> imagine taking. I don't know. There you go. Like like Daredevil. Exactly. Saying, yeah. Now he's kingpin. Now he's now he's the, now he's the boss. Now he doesn't fight. He doesn't get his hands dirty. Need be. And it's like all right. I mean that's fine. You know that's cool. I guess for a book or like a. Right. You know something else, but I'm trying to watch. <laughs> I'm trying to watch. Some. So this is this is. Um, Phoenix Shan is doing most of the most of the the action. Yes. Um, you know, and she was in this episode. She did a great job. You know, Wednesday did a great job in this show. Um. So yeah, that that flashback was was fine. I thought it was cool. I like seeing. Um. Uh. So that was fine. That was cool. I after that, I like seeing seeing Black or Santin again. That was a cool scene. That was a very cool scene. I like that scene a lot. Giving him a lot more character than I expected. Me too. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he doesn't really get that much character in the comics either. Um I mean he gets some, but you know, it's usually, you know, just rage. You know? Or fighting or threats. So it seems like we're getting we're getting uh we're definitely diving in with that. So that's that's cool. Um so I really like Black or Santa in this show is it's fantastic. Um and uh yeah, and Kendall, we are um there were definitely some teases for Mando coming back. Dinjar himself. Yes, yes, that, that, that tease at the end was, was interesting. He got the music at the end. Um obviously he had that team where he breaks it down with uh with the with the bosses of yeah of breaks it down with the bosses the, the rest of the bosses of Tatooine very much uh, yep. mafia politics yeah yeah again scene. you know mafia politics you know definitely you know try dive to, into that Sopranos yeah thing yep Sopranos Godfather you know yes all that stuff um and yeah I mean that 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 was cool and then obviously it ends uh he was like we need you know we need some men you know we need a, we we need uh some manpower. And Ming Na Wen, Fennec Shan says, "Look, we—I mean, you got the money. Money can get you men." And right. then you hear the Mando's theme playing in the background. So uh, it definitely shows you where they're going in that regard. And yeah. you know, ending kind of tipping you off that we're gonna see uh, Din Djarin in next week's episode. You know, I think that there will be others besides uh, Din Djarin. Mm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off some names, Shamari, and I'm gonna and I want you to tell me if you think that we're gonna see them. Maybe not next week, but we're gonna see them going forward in these last three episodes. Uh, Din Djarin. Yes. Uh, I think that's borderline confirmed. Yeah, that's pretty much a lot. <laughs> uh, Bosk. Just gut gut fifty fifty yes or no. You guys, you, I gotta pick a yes or a no. Gun to the head. Who's what's gonna what's gonna happen? Head. Okay. Um, <laughs> blaster to blaster the, to this blaster to the temple <laughs> lightsaber yes to or the no. neck. 
<laughs> um, Bosk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think so, man. Yeah. And this show, you need something. Yeah, I think so. Gotta give me something. Dengar. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna say no on Dengar. Really? But, no. I think it's possible. You don't think they're gonna cast him? That's the thing. Is like you have to, you have to, you have to cast somebody. Yeah, yeah, and that's a significant cast. Yeah, I would say because he can show up in anything. Um, Does Cad Bane? You mentioned Cad Bane. Do, do we see him? Is he a part of? Is he a part of that? We saw him and Ming Na Wen in uh, Bad Batch, sort of sparring. Does she call up Bad, uh, Cad Bane? Mm. Sure, she knows about him, Hunter. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll say yes. Wow. I'll say yes. I think I definitely think uh, I think so as well. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a, a definitely a good possibility. Um, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we I think we can see all of them. This show needs something. I'm I'm gonna be very honest. Um, Han and Chewie. No, I don't think Han and Chewie. Are <laughs> I could be wrong. I think they are. You know, I could be wrong. Maybe they will. The fact that I they keep they they, also the fact they keep focusing on Chrysanthemum. Makes me think that they're they're building up to a moment between him and Chewie. Mm. Um, that that's that gives me more confidence. Nothing else that I've seen has given me that much confidence. That you think it's gonna on. be? Um, you think it's gonna be Alden Ironreich, or you think they're gonna be like a? a <sighs> the, the only problem is that Alden Ironreich is supposed to be playing a young Han Solo, and like this is post episode six. That's a good point. You know, so it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so is he just Han Solo now? Harris <laughs> Ford's out of the picture. Um. I think they're gonna de-age. I think they're gonna use the guy that they brought in, uh, who does the the deep fakes, do a do a deep fake Han Solo. Uh, maybe Harrison Ford does a voice like Mark Hamill did, um, right. but I think it'll be a deep fake. Mm. And because of that, I don't think we're gonna get a lot. I don't think we're gonna get. I, we may see the Falcon, and then we may get a shot of Han, a couple lines, you know, acknowledging the fact that you know, oh, mm. he's still alive. What? I remember you, that kind of thing. But, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, maybe. Those maybe. are the main ones that we're looking forward to. Also, do you think? Do you think the Pikes are the are the last, you know, big bat? They didn't tease anything in this episode to make you think that Crimson Dawn or there's some other layer to this that we haven't seen. I still think there is. I, I I'd be shocked if the Pikes were in fact the the final boss. I'm starting to lose hope. I kind of think they are. I, I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong. Man. I, I really episodes. hope I'm wrong. That's why I, I don't think. That's why there's I don't think so. I think there's three full episodes. I think we, if they attack the, we're already two episodes into this Pike Syndicate, uh, you know, conspiracy. Yes, we're getting a third next week. I think we're getting a fourth and a fifth. I mean, I don't know. Now, mind you, I do think it's possible that they hire someone to do their fighting for them. Because I know that uh, you know a lot of these crime bosses and right. mafia, they hire muscle, like like um, like uh, Fennec Shan said. Right. They hire muscle, so I think the Pikes are going to hire muscle. Who that muscle is, I don't know. So that may may end up being the final confrontation, quote unquote. But I do think the Pikes are the villains at this point. Again, I, I and I know it does it's not very inspired. Um. But I, I think that's I think that's what we're dealing with. I don't know if we're gonna get another season. Maybe in the second season, it's somewhat more significant. But for this season, I'm convinced that that's pretty much what's going on. Like, yeah. We've been talking about nothing but the Pikes for the past, like, couple episodes. Yeah, I mean, look, it would definitely be a weird shift to be very Hawkeye-esque uh, <laughs> to then shift to another villain to, to end the series, but mm-hmm. or to end the season. But, um, but I just, I don't think that the Pikes, you know, present much of a... I mean, there'll be a challenge, but I don't think that they're like an interesting challenge. Yeah, it's not. It's not, it's not, not something that I'm like. Not, I'm not super, great. Yeah, yeah, I super excited you about. Know, I mean, I who, like, who thought of who thought of this story? It was like the Pikes are going to be the big bads, you know? Yeah, I know. Spice Runners. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. I mean, look, I, I will say, I, I think the show is good. We got to see. Not, it's not a. It's not a. <laughs> I don't know. It's not a bad show. But I need more Boba Fett action. You got. I want Boba Fett to do something, and not hide behind a barrel or. And that's the problem know, with the Pikes too. Is that they? I mean, have they set up like 
a, a one for one foe for Boba Fett to to scrap with to to, to battle in combat. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, do we do we need to see that? Maybe not, but you know. That would have been. I mean, initially it looked like it was going to be Carsantin. It looked I, like Black Carsantin was going to be that guy. When I think the, best case scenario, and I hope I'm wrong. I think best case scenario, the Pikes are de- quote unquote defeated in the penultimate episode. I think that's the best case scenario. And then, and then, and then we get time. a finale against question mark. You know, whoever, right. whoever else they set up, set that up for. Um, but I think that's the best case scenario because they've been hyping these guys up for so long at this point. That we that you know that needs to be a significant part of this show. They set up the Pikes to be a significant part of the show, so they're gonna be a big bad that's gonna linger for quite a while. So I think the next couple episodes are gonna focus on the Pikes. We'll probably get some some more cameos, or hope we do at the, at this point. And then the last episode is just gonna be whatever. It does. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, th- that's my feelings on uh, uh, on this episode. Um, I mean, I-, I think we're at the point where we can give some grades uh, as well. Um, I would probably give this episode a. Jeez, uh, what, what would I give this episode? I'd probably give it a seven out of ten. It was a solid episode. Um, I mean, tomorrow Morrison's great. May not win is great. She she is just. She's just great. <laughs> you know, the more yes. they show she's fantastic. Um, you know, Black Santin is great. I I mean, I like really all the characters. Some people had some issues with some issues with some of the characters last week. Um, you know, but I, I like all the characters so far in this show. I haven't there hasn't been one character that I didn't like. <laughs> so right. all the characters are great. The story is is good. But I, this show desperately needs more Boba Fett action. Desperately. It desperately needs more Boba Fett action. You know, we're beyond halfway, the halfway point of this show. Um, any quote-unquote Boba Fett fans, I would think, are watching this show to see Boba Fett be Boba Fett. Right. You know, to see him using his guns and his weapons. Dude, I'm not saying he has to be go out and slaughter. You know, I'm not saying he has to do anything like that. Yeah. But just to take guys out, to have some action moments, similar to quite frankly the Mandalorian. Yeah, but Mando has more action than than Boba Fett. Has even had. even the kind of lackluster Mandalorian episodes, he's doing things. Yeah, and it's him. You you know it's him. He's not having some henchman do it. He's not yeah. having you know baby baby Yoda do it. He has to go and do these things. Yes. And it's impressive when you see him do these things because he's one man. Do you are you convinced that we are done with the flashbacks? Um, I am. We may get some. I think we may get some of Boba and Mando, because I think it's pretty, almost confirmed that Mando is done, or Mando is is coming. is is coming. Right. So we may get that just to remind some people, like who, flashbacks, like. Like almost like previously on, kind of. Yeah, well, like not like before the episode, but like in the episode, kind of. Like, yeah, exactly. This is what they've done. Not yes. anything new that we haven't seen. Yep, hundred percent. Right. Um. And uh, we may get a little bit of new. We may get him in the cockpit, maybe tracking his armor. Right. You know, maybe. Um, you know, we may get we may get something like that. Interesting. Um, I you I mean we were watching the episode and you pointed out when he, you know when they show him kill Bib Fortuna and then they play the music and then he wakes up you were like well is that the end is that the end I, I thought that was the end yeah and that's it, what it looked like kind of they kind of played like that you know that's what it looked like I wouldn't be surprised if that was it yeah. completely um the only thing that makes me question is all oh, they got the Mando music so I'm like okay they made flashes back to Mando right just to show when they met but outside of that I think we're done. Because he's basically caught up in the storyline. He met Fennec Shan, and here we are. The only thing we haven't seen is when they go to the planet, um, which I, was a Tython. I don't know if that was Tython. But when they go to the planet, and um, they fight the Stormtroopers. Right. That's the only thing we haven't seen. Yeah, Outside of that, we've seen we've seen just about everything else, unless they want to make make up more stuff. Um. So, yeah. So, that's that's pretty much... 
uh, that's pretty much. Um, I think I think we're pretty much done with that. Um, but I would give this a seven out of ten. I, I thought it was fine. It it really needs more Boba Fett action. That's really missing, and some of the mafia politics and stuff is is okay, but you know, it's really not. I mean, to be honest, it's not what I would have wanted from a Boba Fett show. If they pitched me a Boba Fett show, and he says it's gonna be a mafia don more political kind of thriller kind of show i'd be like ah that's not really what i want i want boba fett doing doing boba fett things so that but that's just me but kind of what did you what did you think of this episode uh yeah i mean i i i yeah i mean i thought it was a good episode uh um overall i think the show has been solid like i said it hasn't been super exciting but I think they're saving the best stuff for last. That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming. And, and what would you give this episode out of ten? Uh, out of ten, uh, I will. I'll go seven point five. Yeah, I'll go seven point five. Oh. I thought it was, I thought it was good. Um, I continue to like the. I mean, I thought these might have been the the best flashbacks. Um. Okay. Yeah. I I, I really like the stuff. Them trying to get into Jabba's palace. Yes, yes. Um, you know, I thought that was very interesting, and uh, I didn't, I didn't get the whole Starlight Pit thing. Uh, yeah, I probably, I probably detour. could have done without that. I was wondering why they were showing that. That was a weird. Detour. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it makes sense because you would think that he, that he, he's, he's assuming that he doesn't know. Yeah, he's assuming that the, that that is there. Yeah, so I guess he just wanted to show that just to kind of, I don't know, show connect. That. Yeah, just to, just, just to, to, for story purposes. Yeah, you know, if they cut that out. No one's asking why. Why is he looking for? His? I mean, yeah, you will get a couple people, you know, that make videos on it. I guess, yeah. But, but um, you know, it, it was. It I was mean, strange. they they could they could have done that with the line. Oh, I checked the shot like bit and it wasn't there. Right, right, right. I probably didn't need a whole scene on that, but it was cool. That's fine. I almost like it. Almost felt like they were just trying to. They were more so trying to accomplish defeating the the monster than it was maybe yeah, maybe. you know, like showing. I, I thought you were saying like show off the budget. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's like, hey, we have an extra, you know, twenty thousand laying around. <laughs> Throwing a scene with the another Sarlacc pit scene, right? Um, yeah, it was strange, but so I could have done without that. But other than that, I thought this was uh, another solid episode. Still building towards, you know, that Mandalorian status of having like classics. Haven't seen that at all yet, but um, but there's still three full episodes, so I think there's still time for for us to get an episode or two like that. Yeah, I'm hoping we do. There's only a few episodes left. We got three more episodes left. Um, I mean, the Mandalorian season two, it seemed like every episode was just banger after banger after banger, um, especially after the first couple. So to go from that to this, and this show is about Boba Fett. Boba Fett is in every episode. And um, a lot of the episodes, quite frankly, have not been bangers. That's a little, you know, disappointing. That's a little disappointing. So, um, you know, I do think the show overall has been solid. I do. The effects are great. The acting is great. This, uh, I think that most of the issue has been just the lack of action from Boba Fett, for me personally. Um, and the story's been okay, but it's a lot of the Mafia Don stuff, and that's fine. Um, but, but I, I still, I have to see, you know, that's not what I would have expected from Boba Fett, but if you're going to give me that for Boba Fett, fine, but I have to see more from Boba Fett, (laughs) you know? Um, so yeah, that's just, I don't know. That's just, that's just how I personally feel about it. Um, you know, we'll see what these next few episodes bring. And, uh, you know, of course we'll be reviewing that as we do, uh, every week. I'm also going to try to get Zach on for maybe for the penultimate and the finale, possibly. I may try to bring bring Zach on so you guys will have that to look forward to as well. Uh, so that'll be fun. Um, so I did also want to talk about uh, some of the books for The High Republic um, as well. Uh, so first, I finished reading uh, Star Wars, The High Republic, The Fallen Star by Claudia Gray. Um, this is the 
High Republic novel that is ending phase one of the High Republic. There are three phases of the High Republic. Uh, I believe there are three phases of the High Republic. Um, and this is ending phase one. Um, uh, I would say this is, I'll just give a very, very brief uh, review. Uh, potentially mild spoilers, no, not, no crazy spoilers. Um, but I'm going to talk about a little bit of the book. So if you just want to know nothing about it at all, um, then you may want to just skip over this or, or just, you know, kind of, kind of end the episode here, which is fine. But, um, but, uh, this book is very good. I would say this is a very, very good High Republic novel, as has been the case for most of the novels. Most, if not all, all of the High Republic novels. Um, this, this is, is very well written. It's very, it, it, there's so many characters. It's, it's a little bit like Light of the Jedi with Charles Soule, where there's so many characters and so many different storylines. But I feel like this is handled a little bit better because they're not all so far away from each other. They're all on, on at Starlight Beacon. And Starlight Beacon is just being sabotaged and destroyed by the Nihil, which is horrific. Um, it's a horrible, horrific event that's being broadcast all over the galaxy of, of Starlight Be Beacon being bombed and then torn, torn asunder uh, by the Nihil, basically. Now, they didn't just show up with a bunch of ships and blow it up, but they had uh, saboteurs um, led by, uh, well, basically directed by Marquion Rowe. And he's, you know, they continuously go back to him and he's watching and stuff. And they, and, and they just, they blow it up. They blow it up from the inside. And uh, I would say at least a third of the book, probably half, honestly, of the book, is them just trying to survive, honestly. It's just the Jedi and the other people on the ship trying to survive. Um, and I will say there are certainly stakes, and some people do not survive. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into any crazy you know spoilers or anything, but there are characters that do not survive this book. Again, just showing the stakes in the High Republic. So, um, so yeah, this is a very very good book. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. There, are, I, I have some nitpicks for sure, but this is a great book. And I'm seeing some people say they didn't like it for, you know, uh, I don't know, whatever. They just didn't think it was great. I thought it was great. So this is a fantastic book. Definitely pick it up if you're following the High Republic at all. Um, it's wonderful. It, it is really, really good. Very high stakes. Um, you know, <clears throat> definitely does a good job of setting up. Um kind of setting the stage for the next phase. I feel like one the one thing I would say about the High Republic so far is that there's there's just been so much uh so much destruction of and so much so much attacking and destruction of the Republic and the Jedi by the Nihil and 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 the, and the Drengear, but but um but definitely the Nihil and the Jedi just seem I I have to be honest, they just seem so helpless. And sometimes I get tired of that in Star Wars a little bit. Right. Because, like, you know, I mean, these are like the heroes. Why are they so helpless? Why can't they, <laughs> why are they, why do they look so helpless in the face of these, in the face of, um, you know, now look, I get it. They need formidable enemies because they have a lot, very, you know, superpowers and all, and all that kind of thing. But, I mean, I mean, they just, in this, in this book and just in the High Republic as a whole, uh, the Jedi and the Republic just seem hapless. They just seem hapless. You know, they don't know what to do. You know, they're sending these Jedi here and these Jedi there. And, and it's just, oh, we're going to contain this and we're going to do that. And, and it's just nothing works. Nothing they do works. It's a it's a very <laughs> it's a very dark situation. Yeah. Um. So I'm hoping that we see a bit of a resurgence in Phase 2. I'm going to be honest. I'm hoping we see, you know, then get some victories, some, like, really meaningful victories. And not just like staving off a bigger disaster, like actual victories against the Nihil or against, um, uh, against uh, you know, whatever other threat, um, whatever other threat is going on. They did get some victories against the Drengear, uh, but they got to get something like, they got to do something against the Nihil. Um, so I'm still waiting for that. And Star Wars has had some issues, particularly with Palpatine, with them just 
just being helpless. Right. Just just being beaten uh, by the dark side or, or whatever. So I'm hoping that they in this they they show show a little bit more and are able to to succeed uh, in that. But I don't know, Kevin. Do you have any thoughts on on? Uh, um, no, nah, not really. Um, you know, just yeah, that yeah. Uh, sounds like the Nihil are continuing to impress as a villain. Yeah. Uh, continue yeah. to be very formidable. Um, yeah. But other than that, no. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm. I mean, they they really are, and I've also pretty much caught up in the High Republic not, uh, comic, and I did read the Markeon Rowe comic, the first issue of that, um, and those are very good as well. The Markeon Rowe comic, especially, that was very, very interesting, and I'm hoping that I see we get some of this in TV or animation or. Yeah, I think we're going to get a, a High Republic, probably animated project. Uh, I'd be surprised if we didn't, but um, yeah, I would expect to get a High Republic animated coming up. I would think so too, honestly, the, just because it's been so high quality. And apparently they sold so well. I know that apparently they've been some bestsellers as well. Um, but I, I, would, I would be shocked if this wasn't. It's so well uh, written, so coherently written. We're already getting a video game in the High Republic. We're already getting a live-action TV series that takes place in the towards the end of the High Republic. Um, so, so yeah, I would I would be shocked if we didn't get anything um, animation. I believe um, Charles Soule and Zach was actually telling me uh, as well that Charles Soule um, uh, has like a a, a blog. And he mentioned, oh, the, there's different High Republic projects coming. And he mentions, like, TV and animation. He actually mentions animation. So he may be getting something animated, High Republic. Uh, but I think the story is just too high quality. It's really, it's right now, it's the best Star Wars storytelling going on, easily. Um, I think it's much, been much better than anything else that's come out, with the possible exception of Season 7 of The Clone Wars. But even that is possible, um, because this has been really high quality stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my review. Definitely check out Fallen Star. Machian Row comic is fantastic. Definitely get that. And the High Republic comic has been very good too. Um, uh, it has definitely been very good. I, I think I'm just, there's just one issue <laughs> that recently came out like this month that I am going to get, but, um, but that's been very good as well. All of this has been very good. Um, so that's very, very exciting. But, uh, all right. I think that'll do it for this episode. Ken, do you have any, have any other comments about uh, uh, either Book of Boba Fett or the High Republic or anything else? Uh, no. No, no, no. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, excited to see next week. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got yeah, another episode next week. Yes. Um, You know, I don't know what's, what's going to, don't know, you know we know, we presume that Mando's going to show up, so that's pretty exciting, but don't know anything else about it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I think that we'll we'll continue to get surprises. Um, I think the show understands uh, the the standard that is set. In I think we even saw some of the writing in this episode really acknowledge some of the questions that people have had over the last couple of weeks about why is Boba being so nice? You know, what happened to his bounty hunter instinct and this and that? They sort of write that into this episode. So I think they mm-hmm. understand. Yes. What the conversation? I think they understood what the conversation was going to be after the right. show came out. And, you know, uh, so with that, I think they also understand they're going to have to rev it up. I think that's also part of why, because I actually am, I mean, I'm glad that the flashbacks are over, but I, I there's a part of me that kind of expected another episode of them. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they're over, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, I actually, I, they could have done another episode and then just done the last two as, you know, non-flashback episodes. So the fact that we're getting three like that, is a, is a very good sign for the series. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. So, um, so definitely looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing, uh, seeing what they have to show. Seeing Mando in the next episode. That's very exciting. Uh, and of course, we will be reviewing that uh, for you next week as well. But that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamar, joined by Kendall, and we will see you guys next week.